It's the Go Gopher Podcast with Mike Grimm, episode number 91. I am Mike Grimm, voice of the Golden Gophers, and welcome back to the podcast. We have a special episode this week coming to you from the Target Center here in downtown Minneapolis, host of this week's Big Ten Basketball Media Days, and eventually the host to both the men's and women's Big Ten Basketball Tournaments this coming March. We're thrilled to have you join us here at the Target Center for episode 91, and with us will be Gopher men's basketball coach Ben Johnson, and Gophers standout forward Dawson Garcia. They'll let us know how the offseason is going, how the preseason is going, and what their expectations for the coming year are, and what it might be like to play the Big Ten tournament right here in their hometown. Our Go Gopher podcast is presented by alumni-owned Sunbelt Business Advisors and True North Mergers and Acquisitions. If you're a business founder planning to exit your business, start by contacting Sunbelt Business Advisors and True North Mergers and Acquisitions. Sunbelt Belt serves more businesses up to $5 million in revenue than anyone. And True North M&A serves companies with revenues up to $150 million. Get a confidential, no-cost, no-obligation business valuation started today. Make the most of your life's work. Visit sunbeltminnesota.com or tnma.com today. Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union is also one of our big sponsors here on the Go Gopher podcast. Life math is complicated, and Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union makes it easier with local financial financial experts available to help in person or virtually. Learn more at affinityplus.org slash gogophers. They sponsor our player profile segment each week supporting gopher student athletes. We're also sponsored by Cub. Cub is a proud sponsor of the Go Gopher podcast and if you're in a hurry, don't worry. Cub delivers. Get fresh meat, produce, everyday essentials and more delivered to your door. Cub is the official grocer of the Golden Gophers and proud to support gopher athletics for over 20 years. The Go Gopher podcast is also sponsored by Head Flyer Brewing, located in northeast Minneapolis, right next door to campus. A great vibe, great beer, and much more. And we had a blast last week. I want to thank everyone who came out and listened and watched our podcast live at Head Flyer. We had a nice crowd. We enjoyed the two new Gopher-themed craft beers, and we thank Head Flyer for hosting us for our podcast. We hope to do it again sometime down the road. Go to headflyerbrewing.com for other cool events they have on site, including a live music event a week from Saturday. Our podcast is also sponsored by State Farm Agent Tony Hoagland at champlininsurance.com. We're podcasting episode 91 from the Aquarius Home Services studio here currently at the Target Center. We invite you to subscribe to the Go Gopher podcast. It's free to do so. You can always go back and listen to the Go Gopher podcast from previous weeks. Last week, for example, we had Gopher defensive ends Jalen Logan Redding and Jaw Joyner with us at our Head Flyer Brewing live show. Go back and listen to those two guys it was well worth it and you can listen to any episode for free this episode we're talking golden gopher men's basketball with ben johnson and dawson garcia the head coach will join us first he's next i'm clay geary walk on turn scholarship wide receiver for gopher football and i'm ben utek u of m alumni super bowl champion and tony dungy uncommon award winner we understand championship culture which is why we're part of the true north family of companies True North invests in only elite teams, like the champion team at Sunbelt Business Advisors, Minnesota's largest seller of companies. To learn more about True North and our diverse family of independently owned companies, visit truenorthequitypartners.com. When we say that Cub Milk is the freshest in town, we mean it. Less than 48 hours from farm to store fresh. 
we guarantee seven days or more of freshness. It all starts with local dairy farmers who take great care in making sure all the cows are happy and healthy. We support local farm families 365 days a year. And that makes our milk even more delicious. So you always get the freshest milk and the biggest smiles. It's episode 91, the Go Gopher podcast. We're emanating from the Target Center this week. It's the host of the Big Ten men's and women's basketball tournaments in March. And uh, as uh, one would think is a good idea, also uh, the media days to help promote that event here now in the fall is basketball season just around the corner. Ben Johnson, the Gopher men's basketball coach with us. Good to see you. Good to see you. How cool is this? It's uh, in our city here at the Target Center. You got media day. I know you were here last year for media day in the the Twin Cities, but also now with that on the horizon, the tournament uh, here in town. Yeah, and because of the tournaments here, I think it is a little diff different feeling, a little different energy, um, but it's exciting, I think, um, to be able to, to uh, host the Big Ten tournament as historic as it is, um, is exciting for not only uh, our team, our, uh, but our state. Um, and, and all our guys are really looking forward to it. Yeah, and I think it's kind of cool, too. I mean, you've been involved in the Big East Tournament. You've been involved in the Missouri Valley Tournament in St. Louis. That's always a great event. Um, and, and the Big Ten Tournament's always been in Indianapolis or Chicago. Uh, I guess it was in New York City one year and D.C. one year. It was a good run for the Gophers in D.C. that year. Um, uh, what, what, uh, what, what, do we, what should we tell Minnesotans about this tournament and what they need to do come March? Oh, I think just, you know, come out and, and support. Um, you know, it's a unique opportunity to be literally, you know, five minutes from campus um, and kind of, if we can, create a home court advantage in a neutral site tournament right. type, of, type of situation. So from that standpoint, um, you know, I think they'll come here and see some high-level basketball. And you'll see teams, uh, normally at the end of the year, you're playing your best. So they'll be seeing some some teams that are competing for postseason play um, and competing for a championship. And so I think it's a great opportunity to come out and, and support our team and our program and, uh, and also catch some really good basketball. And I know you want to have a team that is in that mix of playing for postseason berths and championship-level basketball. You've had a few weeks now of official practice, obviously several months of offseason season workouts what do you see right now from your crew as you're entering year three excitement um you know confidence i think the returners now there's no anxiety they they know what what's ahead and and they're excited about what's ahead they're excited to um experience kind of a year two for the young guys for the older guys like Dawson, you're excited to come back and compete in this league and, and for the first time be able to, to do it, you know, with the same program in back-to-back -back years. For the new guys, whether you're freshman or transfer, it's the excitement of the new. You know, they've heard about the Big Ten. They've heard it from their teammates. They've heard it from me. They've watched it. They've, they've dissected film in the summer and in the fall. And I think now they're really excited to, to start the journey. And, um, you know, being a couple weeks away with our, our first scrimmage and exhibition game, um, again, I think we're just excitement's at a high level right now. You mentioned you have some guys coming back. I think back last year to the end of the year, you guys were never able to 
really get the full roster on the floor. I mean, it started, of course, with Parker and Isaiah, you know, second straight year. You, you never had those guys. And then uh, Jamison never got really untracked, it seemed. Uh, obviously was was out the first handful of games. And Dawson gets hurt at Michigan. And and then once he came back, though, the, the reason I phrase the question this way is um, I think it was eight or nine games. Dawson was like 17 and nine, I think, in those games. You got the win against Nebraska uh, in Chicago in the tournament. Um, what, what, what do you how, how do you get that Dawson all year now obviously aside from health if he stays healthy yeah I think he's had a phenomenal offseason um, you know really did a great job on his body I think he's feeling stronger than ever his conditioning's at the best it's ever been I mean I also think just the comfort of knowing offensive scheme defensive scheme who your head coach is, how he's going to be, his expectations, your teammates, you know, to be able to, to have a core group of those guys back. So now you have, you know, people that you've played with and you know their game, they know your game. There's nothing but confidence that comes from that. And so, um, you know, I think the key for him is is to expand his game and, and, and be as consistent as possible. And um, I think he's going to play at a really high level. Uh, his practices, he's brought unbelievable energy and just a maturity to how he goes about his day-to-day. And and I think that's that's uh, really transferred on down to everybody else on the program. Yeah, and when you think about you transfer on down from him to the next level, you've got this group of sophomores now, three of them who played a lot last year, one who redshirted. Um, how important is that group? I mean, that might be the key group to the whole thing of, of where you end up, don't you think? I think they're extremely important because they went through it last year. Right. And now you can hopefully bank on some sort of experience factor from them where they're not kind of your traditional sophomores that played a little bit here and there. I mean, they, they were thrown to the gauntlet. They and, let the league in freshman minutes. No, right? exactly. <laughs> and, and, and so now let's learn from that and let's use that and, and increase our depth, increase our experience. And we've talked to those guys about, you know, having a mature game and a mature way about them. And, um, you know, I, I do think that you can just see their overall confidence is stronger and higher than ever because they they know what they're up against and um, and they know they can do it. I know in the our first little briefing the media had with you a couple of weeks ago, the very first thing you said is how nice it is, and then you hit my head, knock on wood, <laughs> um, to have a full group. As as you're now, you know, let's knock on wood, hope that that stays the same. You um, in the la- last. For your first two years, you basically were playing seven guys out of necessity. How do you, if you had ideal like magic wand, how how would your rotation go? Would you like to play nine, ten, eight, seven? How do you think you'd like to see it? And maybe specific to this group if they all stay healthy. I just love having that discussion. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, in the past, you you you're worried about um, how you're going to save guys, and now you're trying to figure out how you're going to find minutes for guys, and yeah. you hope that the competition and practice creates that tough decision and. I think one thing that that has been shown um, is that iron sharpens iron. And again, we haven't been able to have that um, competitive practices, you know, good versus good for lengths of time. And and now we do. And I think that's made each of our guys better. It's going to make our team better. Um, Our depth is going to be something like we've never had. And now you hope that, um, you know, those practices elevate it so that guys you bring in that may not be starters that come off the bench, there's not a drop off. And and that can be a strength and that there's strength in numbers. We've talked about that a lot. And so um, I'm very comfortable right now um, with where we're at as far as depth goes. Um, You know, we have 12 guys that are fighting 
hard for minutes, and um, I think that's a really good thing. Are, do you foresee, uh, without giving away how you want to play too much, or do you foresee that there'll be a different look with this team too and maybe pace possibly or defensive strategies yeah, because just, of that depth? Yeah, I think you know overall we'll be able to expand and, and be more aggressive on both sides of the ball. Um, you know, With depth, you want to get guys in the game, and, and one way to do that is to be able to, to push it offensively and, and push it defensively, get up and, and defend people the, the full length of the floor, and, and you, you're able to um, expand that energy. And um, I think that's something that, you know, with the returners and, and, and what we've done in recruiting, which is adding size and athleticism in the offseason, uh, we definitely have to use that on both sides of the ball to our advantage. I wanted to ask you, we could talk forever. You, uh, you're on a tight schedule here because of all the demands of, of media day. The, the two guys we talked about before that have missed now back-to-back -back years Isaiah who you know we saw at times um, is he inside guy is he an outside guy can he do both and then Parker who you know produced at such a high level at division two what 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 can those two guys give you do you think this year you know I think there's a hunger when, when you don't play for two years there's that sense of urgency there's an excitement that that is good you know those guys are excited to be at practice every day they're excited to get up extra shots after practice before practice just to be in the conversation and um again i think that transfers down to everybody it's infectious and then you just you can't deny that they're age you know they're older they have experience um they're 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 mature guys and and with that um you know they just have an understanding of what it's all about they have an understanding of team they have understanding about you know what they need to do individually to help this team in winning plays and what truly matters and um Again, I think from seeing it from a distance for two years to now finally be actually a part of it, um, they really want to win, and their focus has been really intentional. And, of course, you'd never want to wish those two things on anybody back-to-back -back years, but given that that was a situation, what do you think they took? You mentioned the hunger. Uh, is there some benefit to get some positive out of it that they, they watched and maybe learned? And th now you see it, because sometimes you sit on the bench, you see things from a different perspective than if you're on the court, you know, 35 minutes a night. Yeah, I think, you know, there's a little bit of perspective. You know, Isaiah probably has an advantage because he did play that one year, so he, he knows the league. Um, you know, I think for Parker, it's taking it all in. It's one thing to to play anywhere, but unless you're playing in this league against these players, there is a little bit of a you-got-to-go-through-it you know, type of type of moment. But um, I just think that that hunger piece, you know, again, when you've been so close for two years in a row and you haven't been able to contribute like I know those guys um, want to there is a self urgency and I think that's as important as anything well hey you're off to the podium good luck appreciate it November what second yeah. November 2nd with uh, McAllister exhibition game and then the season opener Bethune Cookman on the sixth ready to rock and All roll right. good to see you man appreciate it good All to see right. you he is the head coach of the Golden Gophers Ben Johnson we want to talk for a minute quickly here before we get to our next guest about one of our new sponsors they came on at the start of football season we had a great week last week a live podcast from Head Flyer Brewing in northeast Minneapolis and we appreciate everybody who came out to watch in person and certainly those who have listened since great craft beer big selection big flavor uh, they have some new gopher flavor as well as they had two gopher themed beers last week and uh, man they were really good so you can go try those they also have some cool gopher related t-shirts that if you wear those during games you get beer discounts as well don't forget on game days home games especially they're only a mile and a half from the stadium you can go pre-game you can go post-game and uh, really enjoy it and they also have game watches when the gophers are on the road so during a gopher road game come and watch and they have beer specials they 
also have all kinds of cool things going on throughout the fall, including a week from Saturday in which they'll have a great fall music festival with fall beers, including a pumpkin-style beer. So all of that is uh, really, really good. Headflyerbrewing.com. Hey, you can stop by any time you want. Go to headflyerbrewing.com for all the info. Hi, Gopher fans. Switching is easy. We do it all the time. We switch on lights. We switch TV channels. We switch on the TV. And with the new transfer portal, some college students even switch colleges, which can seem crazy to us diehard fans. But what's not crazy is how you can switch and save with State Farm. In fact, my agency can switch you over so we can start saving today. My team is ready to welcome you to the State Farm neighborhood and show you it is, in fact, easy to switch and save. When you want the real deal, check us out at champlininsurance.com. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We continue with episode 91, the Go Go for podcast. We're at the Target Center this week for Big Ten Basketball Media Day. Target Center will be the home site of the Big Ten men's and women's basketball tournaments here in March as well. Dawson Garcia made the preseason All Big Ten watch list. He joins us here at the Target Center. Good to see you. It's good to see you as well. How uh, how much fun is this to have this in uh, in your home city here? It's awesome. You know, just roll out of bed, get the lift, and. Uh, uh, individual workout in this morning and straight to it. So then we got practice right after. So it's good that everything's uh, right here. Did you were you involved with this last year too? I wasn't. No, no, no. this is so my first time. It's your first uh, media day. Uh, of course, you've been involved in in um, in in conference tournaments, the Big East tournament when you were at Marquette, and the Big Ten tournament um, here last year when it was in Chicago. So uh, from that standpoint, how much uh, fun are you looking forward to having uh, to have this event here as well? A lot of fun, you know. I think that's going to be a um, very special time and moment for our team, just having that um, home court advantage and kind of the city behind us, backing us. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, hopefully it'll be good crowds. That You know, it has mostly been in Indianapolis and Chicago in, in, in previous years. It was in D.C. one year and in New York City one year. But um, I think this is a good opportunity. I know the women's tournament last year drew well. Um, and um, it's good for basketball fans, college basketball fans in the area and some other folks even in the region, the Dakotas, Iowa, Wisconsin. You know, hopefully we keep a few of those Iowans and Wisconsin's away. But, um, <laughs> but, but I do think it's a cool opportunity for people to like college basketball around for sure yeah all right well how has uh, your offseason gone I, I was talking to coach Johnson in the first segment of our podcast and he talked about um, his message to you is about consistency obviously the health didn't help last year some but those last nine games once you got back and started to dial in I think I figured it up with something like 17 point something points a game eight or nine rebounds you had several double doubles in there a um, couple of dominating performances including that win against Nebraska um, and and so I posed the question to him about that and and he said just consistency because you've got the ability to say look I don't want to pr- put pressure on you but hey can you get 17 and nine every night and Ben Johnson said yeah just you know he, he really likes what he sees so Tell me your thoughts on trying to trying to produce that way. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Um, consistency is a big thing, and um, just showing up, playing as hard as you can, and giving the best effort isn't enough at this level. You know, you gotta. Um, I understand what the expectation is, and to much is given, much is expected. So, um, being consistent um, with the way I play as well and the way I produce is uh, something that I'm really striving for. How important were those last handful of games? One, just to get back into health, but then just to to show that, yeah, I mean, I, we all knew you could play, and you you had some good games early in the year, but you're fighting the injury, and then Jamison was never really, you know, fully healthy, and you guys never got to play that much together uh, to try to get that thing rolling. But those last, you know seven eight nine games how important were they for you just from a confidence standpoint heading into the offseason I mean yeah they were really important after I um, came back from that injury 
uh, just put my best foot forward and then coming into the going into the spring and the summer and then building the fall and I knew it would be uh, it would be tremendous if I could just put uh, stack those eight nine games together um, just for the for the group. And you got the win in uh, Indy against Nebraska, which was which was a. I remember I'm thinking back that game. It was an interesting game because I think the Gophers you guys started like four turnovers and an air ball, and all of a sudden yeah. it was seven or nine nothing, and and um, something clicked, and all of a sudden you guys took control of that game and never looked back. What? Uh, uh, and I know it's one game, and you probably you know you, you're probably past it more than I am in terms of. I, I thought that was a good way to to have some hope coming out of that season. For sure. I mean, yeah, we got down early, but um, we didn't bat our eye. We just fought through the adversity, and that's kind of the story of um, what it was last year. And so, you know, we're this year we're looking forward to a, um, a good year. Coming out of that and then into the offseason, I saw you at Target Field at one of the team events, which was kind of cool. You guys got to connect with some uh, some area youth uh, that, that uh, you know, in need, at-risk kind, kind of kids and help with that fundraiser. And um, you talked then about um, how important the summer was in terms of workouts. So take me through how the summer went for you. Summer was good. I think it was a great time for us to just um, um, build with each other. You know, we got some new guys coming in and just compete. That's what it really was. You know, we had bodies, we had depth, so just competing, getting after it, and uh, just building into this ne- uh, this upcoming season. And now, I guess official practices have started. You had the preseason for a little bit. In, I mean, preseason workouts in regard to you know the uh, the school had started, but it wasn't official. Now it's you guys are getting going. You're less than a month away from the first uh, exhibition game, and about a month away as we record this from the from the first real game so what have these official practices now look like in terms of uh, competition and what you're seeing from your teammates yeah it's the real deal now and um we've been competing get it after every single day and but you know this is the time where we got to really lock in and focus because it can become a little monotonous going against each other every day you kind of want to see a new uh new opponent in front of you and you're just um chomping at the bit to go um face off versus a new opponent so you know we're looking forward to seeing somebody else but just taking these times to stay consistent well i got a little glimpse i guess a week or two ago uh it was the first day of practice and they let some of us come in some of the media guys come in just to watch some of the warm-ups and and some different things and it looked it, it looked like to me that this is this is probably ben's most athletic team like there, there are guys getting up and down the floor there are guys and i was i mean pharrell was getting up man he was throwing yeah. some stuff down i mean what do you think i mean i think this looks looks like a pretty athletic team that could change maybe a little bit of how you guys have played last year and then the, the other guys a year before that. Yeah, I think this is this has, you know, potential to be a up-tempo, fast-paced team, athletic team, long, and we got a lot of depth, so... Um, just stack, continue to stack the days, and we'll see what happens. You mentioned that kind of that monotony of, of uh, you know, trying to work through it and continue to improve and get better. What does the coaching staff do or try to do to try to break maybe some of that monotony? Do they have some competitions for you during practice? Uh, you know, team workouts? Do they let you scrimmage? Uh, how, how does that all work? Yeah, we got a whole lot of competitions. Uh, we do, like, wars, scrimmages, and really just get after it with each other. And, you know, the main thing that I, everybody's uh, consumed with in the locker room before or after practice is, all right, who, whose team is winning? Um, how many wins you got? How many wins you got? And so I think that's the main thing. It's not really about anything about um, individual status, but we're all just worried about who's winning in practice, and, you know, we're letting each other hear it. So um, if you if you take a loss in a practice, like you're coming back the next day, like needing to get a win. Yeah, and Ben mentioned, too, when he was on a few minutes ago that um, iron sharpens iron, that, the, that he, for the first time in his time here, has, knock on wood, a full roster, a full, uh, you know, uh, cavalry, so to speak, of, of able-bodied players 
players as opposed to, you know, previous years where both those years didn't include Isaiah Enan or Parker Fox because of injury and then uh, different and various other injuries. Last year we talked about um, you got injured in the middle of the year. Jamison was injured at the start of the year and then other things, you know, over the course of time. Um, how has that been different just in terms of practice to have, um, you know, where you're going five on five sometimes maybe with, uh, with, with some good hard competition? And you mentioned, you know, the uh, trying to win these competitions and get that competitive nature. Yeah, it helps a lot. Um, just last year, you know, we were limited. We were having to go against some uh, managers and scout team often. And um, this year, just constantly every day getting a real live look. And like Coach said, iron sharpens iron. There's been countless times in practice where uh, whether it's Pharrell's made me better, I made Pharrell better, and you go down the list. So it's been good. And from that intensity level, I mean, again, actually some of those managers can play and shoot. There's no doubt about that. But that said, when you're going against, uh, you know, goods and everyone's wanting to win, and you mentioned keeping track of who's got this and who's got that, um, how much can that help then when you get into the real competition? Helps a lot because then we get to take a we get to take a step back and be like, all right, now this is now this is us first them, you know what I'm saying? And this, yeah. we're not going against each other anymore, and we bring that same type of energy versus our opponent. Does it um, the competition level get? Uh, can can you guys get after each other pretty good? Is there a little trash talking going? Is there some stuff that can raise the whole level? Even if you maybe get under not you personally, maybe you personally, but uh, you know maybe there's times even where you're getting under each other's skin because you're seeing each other every single day. Oh, for sure. Yeah, there's always that. And, there, you know, there has been a lot of um, decent amount of trash talk, but, you know, we know it stays on the floor and sure. it's just uh, it's just it's just uh, people being competitive. As they say, it's family. Yeah. Right. There's family. always family. There's always some trash talk within family. Right. No doubt. Um, all right. I want to ask you about some specific guys here. Fans are always wondering about, hey, how's this guy doing? How's this guy doing? So we'll get we'll get Dawson Garcia's uh, scouting report on a few of these guys. I talked to Ben about this, too. Those sophomores, um, you know, they led the. Big Ten and minutes as freshmen last year. They, I think they were three of the top five freshman minute getters. Um, so you're kind of the leader of this group in terms of age and skill level and those kind of things. But I think those three guys coming in, and then you had Caden Betts in there who redshirted and got to observe everything and kind of what it takes. How important is that group, those, that, that four, those four sophomores? Uh, tremendously important. Tremendously important. You know, I mean, you got a guy like Braden Carrington. I look at him as like a, like a leader on this team. He's got a great voice. Um, he knows what he's doing on the floor. He knows how to play um, within our system. And he's vocal, too. So just continuing to uh, talk to him every day. Like, yo, continue to step that up. Continue to step that up because guys will listen to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, he knows, he knows what's going on and plays hard. Offensive rebounds, can shoot the ball. So I'm really looking forward to him and as well as Pharrell Payne. Obviously, a lot of people um, know what he can do, but, you know, he's taking it up another step as well. Um, he obviously brings the physical presence, but um, he's he's just continuing to learn, learn more about the game. Yeah, I was going to I wanted to ask about both those guys and the other two guys at some point, too. But in terms of uh, of Braden, because he was another guy that was injured, you know, he missed the first handful of weeks and then he got re-injured. And, you know, I think he spent at, uh, as much time walking in the, you know, in a boot as he did, unfortunately, on the floor. But when he got his chances, he he definitely um, was a contributor contributor and I think he also just my observation is he brings an edge right he's got a little bit of uh, like like he's going to get in your face he's going to defend well and I think every good team needs a guy like that yeah that's the park am center I, in him, yeah, yeah do, <laughs> am I, do you think I'm correct in that observation that he does have that edge and that can be a key factor for sure yeah he definitely got that edge yeah what um and then with uh with, with um Pharrell uh, mentioned uh, you know he I mean I remember last year first practice I went I'm like man that dude's got a big 10 body already and then 
you know, you don't see him for a while because of the off season. And I saw him a couple of weeks ago. I'm like, his body's even, it looks even more toned, even bigger. And then he was, I mean, he was getting up. He was having a, you know, throwing down two hand dunks and doing some moves. So what, what, uh, what will fans see from him that might be different from a year ago? I really just say um, he just slowed down his game a little bit. Um, he's still the same explo- uh, explosive player, and he's really just become more uh, like a, like just mindset to kill each and every day. Come in every single day and not um, taking any type of backseat. And so I love seeing that out of him. Now, the guy that got a lot of minutes and started as many games as any freshman last year was Joshua Ola-Joseph, another great athlete, another guy that um, uh, has a bit of an edge to him. Uh, what, what, what has he done here, do you think, in the summer to progress his game? Yeah, he had a, he had a great spring and summer. Um, he's shooting the ball at a very high level, defending at a very high level. And like you said, he brings that, he brings that chip on his shoulder every single day, and that's a guy I love to go out there and compete with. Um, just because I know that every single time he steps on the floor, um, it's game on, and he's going to bring it to the opponent. Now, I think about last year, the lineup, you played the five a lot. Um, you played the four a lot. Um, now you've got Pharrell, who, you know, I don't want to set Ben Johnson's lineup for him, but I think there's a pretty good chance he's going to be the starting five. You'll likely be the four. Ola Joseph was the four last year as well. Maybe he can play some outside. You could maybe play some three. Um, that that group there, that there's some there's some talent there, right? I mean, that's a pretty good threesome uh, in terms of the front court. And we haven't even talked about, and I'll get to it, Parker and some of these other guys, Isaiah maybe. And um, But take me through how you guys look at the competition there because there's um, you guys are going to be sharing some minutes in those in that positional group yeah i mean it's deep and talented um like we're just really just going into practice and competing every day and you know you know we'll let coach figure out um all that stuff but as far <laughs> as like going out and just playing with each other you know we're all just we're all just worried about that how have you um in terms of i mean you're a good three-point shooter can you play the three do you think that could be part of your arsenal or are you going to be more of a front line player do you think i mean yeah i can definitely play the three uh I would guess that my majority of my minutes will be at the four and the five, but um, I'm definitely capable if need be. If need be, you can go out and, uh, and guard guard the perimeter. Um, we mentioned um, three of those sophomores. Caden Betts, the fans saw him as kind of a cheerleader last year. He and Parker and Isaiah were on the bench waving those towels. Um, now we'll get to see him as a player. What can you give us in terms of a scouting report on what fans will see from Caden? Yeah, KB's really hard worker. He's in the gym every morning, getting his shots up. He can shoot the ball, 3 and D guy, um, hustles, plays very hard. And so, you know, I'm really looking forward to um, the contributions he can make to this team this year. Parker and Isaiah, we mentioned those two guys. Um, you know, I feel for those two guys missing uh, each of the last two seasons. I, I've never seen anything quite like that. Um, how, how have they looked? What, do you, what is your scouting report on those two guys? They, those two have looked amazing, honestly. I mean, you know, I've been super impressed by just their resiliency and how they've come. Uh, um, battle back mentally and physically. You know, it's been a couple practices where, you know, Isaiah just hasn't missed or just been killing on offense and getting deflections on defense with his long arms. And then Fox as well, just um, attacking the rim, getting dunks, weak side, um, pinned it off the glass, two hands. And just seeing those plays, I'm like, man, like, you know, like I always heard about um, and I always saw it on social media and whatnot about Fox's athleticism and jumping ability. Uh, but just to see it, you know, post uh, two knee injuries and he's still getting up like that is just super impressive and yep. a testament to him. Yeah, that's what I was wondering about, you know, because you get two knee injuries, you just don't know what, um, what you know, does he have the lift? Does he still have the, you know, the speed? And because that was that really is his game is to play above the rim a little bit. And you're and so he he's got that. 
that, huh? Yeah, yeah, he definitely has got that. How can, can I mean, he can be an impact then, right? I mean, he can For be sure. a guy that's going to contribute here and Big give, time give impact, some yeah. minutes too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Jack Wilson, um, I, I was, uh, I happened to be on campus one day doing some football interviews. Anthony Smith, who was a pretty good basketball player himself, he's a defensive end for the Gophers, and they always tell me he's maybe the best basketball player on the team. He saw Chad. This was early in the in the fall. He saw Jack Wilson walk by, and he's like, "Whoa, who's that dude?" I mean, he is stacked, right? I mean, that guy is like chiseled out of stone. Yeah, I mean, he, <laughs> he weighs a lot, and he's not, he's not like uh, fat by There's any no means. Fat yeah, yeah, he's chiseled and. Uh, He's he's good he's good leaper light on his feet and so I've been super impressed by him as well you know he plays really hard he's got toughness to him as well yeah and h- how do you foresee his role I mean who knows right but my envision uh, looks like you know there's some big bigs in the Big Ten you think of Deja you think of uh, Edie um, that maybe he can give you guys some minutes there muscling those dudes up right. Yeah, I mean, if Jack Wilson put in a forearm on you, um, yeah, you don't feel it for sure. Yeah, you're not moving much if he's going <laughs> to stay planted, that's for sure. So he's one of a couple of transfers. Let me ask you about uh, the two perimeter guys, uh, Elijah Hawkins and Mike Mitchell. What about those two guys? Yeah, I've been super impressed by both those guys so far. Um, Elijah Hawkins pushes the pace for us tremendously. He gets out he gets out in the gaps, kicks the shooters, which creates swing swings and just drives. And so he really uh, um, penetrates the paint, which is really good for us, and pushes the tempo. And then Mike, a uh, knockdown shooter, he's a bucket getter, and uh, he's really uh, intense and energetic on defense too. So he's like a um, just a spark. Yeah, I kind of like how I've been asking these questions every time I ask it. I say, well, the sophomores are going to be key. Well, Parker and Isaiah, they're going to be key. And Jack Wilson and these transfers are going to be key. There's a lot of pieces here that if everyone kind of takes that step and does their part, like for this team to be good, those two transfers are going to have to be good, right? Mm-hmm. And for this team to be good, you got to be good. So I, th- I think it's going to be fun to see how each guy progresses and has a contributing part to this team. Yeah, in order for us to be good and have the year that we want, everybody's going to um, have to step up in some type of way. Newcomers also in terms of true freshmen, Cam Christie, the uh, the the guy whose brother plays in the NBA now played at Michigan State. Max Christie, a kid out of Illinois. What have we seen from him? Yeah, we've seen um, cold-blooded moments. You know, he stepped up and he's hit countless game-winning shots in practice, knocked down game-winning free throws. He's got a really nice pull-up jumper, and, you know, he's a sponge to learn as well. we got a kid from Lithuania on this team. Chris, I'm going to call him Chris. Uh, Chris Keenies, I think I have that right. Um, and I saw him briefly in practice. And, man, he, um, in that practice a couple weeks ago, I think he hit about 15 straight threes just shooting. I'm not saying it was in a scrimmage, but they just kept sh- the managers kept feeding him. He kept hitting all net. What, what do you uh, see from him? Yeah, he's a great shooter, uh, like you witnessed. And then also, you know, he's got a really good understanding of the game. Um, he, I, like, it's a big adjustment for him, right, coming from overseas. So, you know, I've been uh, just impressed by, you know, his, uh, his work ethic every day and his commitment to just showing up. Let me quick mention a sponsor here, and then we'll wrap up with Dawson Garcia from the Target Center. I want to thank Affinity Plus. They are your local credit union, proudly serving Minnesota since 1930. If you're a current Gopher student or a proud Gopher alum, you're eligible to join this financial that wants to build a meaningful banking relationship and put you first. You can meet with a local employee at any of their branches statewide, including one right near campus in Minneapolis on University. To learn more and find other ways to connect, go to affinityplus.org slash gophers, affinityplus.org. 
Facebook.org slash Go Gophers. Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union, federally insured by NCUA. We thank them for their support of Golden Gopher Athletics. Well, uh, wrapping up here with Dawson Garcia, we got just a couple of minutes left as he has a lot of duties as one of the representatives of the Gophers here at this Big Ten Media Day. Big Ten tournament coming up. I think back to um, mention you played in the Big East tournament as well. Um, I want to go back to that just for, for a minute or two in terms of what did you take from your experiences at your other schools that you can use now as a Golden Gopher? You were at Marquette, of course, and then at North Carolina for a brief time before you know you had some things going on that you, you came back. Yeah, I, I feel like I can just take the experience I've learned. You know, I've been, I've seen a lot and I've been around a lot. So I'm um, just using that and trying to um, take all the positivity out of every situation and just bring it to this group here. I got to ask you, too, with North Carolina name brand, we were down there for football a few weeks ago. Cool campus, cool school. I mean, Michael Jordan went there, right? I mean, it's a it's a brand school. What For the unfortunate limited time you had down there, what, what was your experience like there in Chapel Hill? I mean, yeah, it was cool. Just um, a lot of the pros would come back to and play. So I remember growing up, I was a big uh, Tyler Hansborough fan, just watching him play and just seeing him and him playing uh, five on five with us in the summer. It was just so it was it was really surreal. And so, you know, that obviously that's a great university and they got a lot going on. So, you know, props to them for that. Yeah, you think about, you know, the guys that have gone through those those hallways, as mentioned, Jordan and Worthy. I'm older than you. Some of those names you might not recognize. But then Hansborough, I actually covered him. I think what year was it? Did they win it? 2009. I want to say I was at that Final Four. I was at the 05 Final Four when they won it all in St. Louis. Uh, Scott May, I think, was on that team. And so um, that Carolina Blue is, is uh, certainly something. Uh, how about your experience at Marquette? What did you take from that? You were on the all-Big East, all-freshman team. Yeah, it was a great experience. You know, I feel like that's really where I learned um, how to be, how to go about my work. Um, Coach Wojo, um, DK, Stan, JP, JG, all those guys, you know, they did a great job with me. Um, just bringing me in every day and making me making sure I bring it every day. You know, there was no hiding in those practices. They were super intense. And um, those are relationships that I cherish forever. And um, I'm thankful that they gave me the opportunity. Last one for you is that all comes first circle, full circle. Now you're back hometown year two with the Gophers. How excited are you to get this thing going and playing in front of family and friends? I can't wait. You know, it couldn't come any it couldn't come any sooner. Very good. Hey, great to see you. Enjoy the rest of the day here at the Target Center. And uh, can't wait to see you for those uh, for the first uh, exhibition and then into the real season. Sir, I appreciate you. All right, there he is, Dawson Garcia, episode 91. That's Golden Gopher basketball player Dawson Garcia, who's on the preseason All-Big Ten list. I hope you enjoyed hearing from him as much as I enjoyed chatting with him. We also want to thank Ben Johnson, Gopher head coach, for coming on the podcast here at the Target Center as well. Episode number 91 is presented by Sunbelt Business advisors and true north mergers and acquisitions if you're buying or selling a business visit sunbeltminnesota.com or tnma.com today we're also partnered with affinity plus federal credit union a locally member-owned full-service financial invested in you you can learn more at affinityplus.org slash go gophers cub sponsors the go gopher podcast cub is the official grocer of the Golden Gophers. Head Flyer Brewing in Northeast Minneapolis is also proud to sponsor the Go Gopher podcast. Head Flyer Brewing is just a mile and a half from the stadium. Stop in for great tasting craft beer. And don't forget Head Flyer Brewing is a pregame or postgame or both Gopher football option for home games. We're also brought to you by State Farm agent Tony Hoagland. Again, I'd invite you to listen to past podcasts and right now click the subscribe button to the Go Gopher podcast. It's free to subscribe and free to listen at any time. And please share the link to the podcast with others so they can subscribe and listen as well. We'll talk again next week.